four more times. Oh, uh, I meant to tell you. So, uh, Mingo, uh, I guess you didn't tell her about this. Uh, I was speaking to Star, our buddy of ours, and uh, she said that she started Hunter Hunter. And I kid you not, her exact words to me were like, "Oh, I started Hunter Hunter. It's so cute. I love it." Oh, honey. <laughs> she didn't tell me uh... about some Hunter Hunter. I don't think she told anyone but me. I was, she said that, I was just like, oh my god. I just started laughing. Have fun. She finished Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, but then, um, yeah, she didn't tell me she started Hunter Hunter. Oh, honey. I need to go back and finish Hunter Hunter. Yeah, the journey of running into a brick wall. I was gonna say, let's see if she has the wherewithal to stay for that many episodes. I'm just, like, what is my Hunter Hunter Hunter? I never finish it. Every time. Are you restarting? Right. Every time? <laughs> if I can. I'm sorry, what was that, Mingo? I said, uh, you and the author have the same thing in common. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Hunter Hunter and One Piece. I don't know. It just it just never clicks. It never happens. Yeah. But at, but at least Oda has a plan for his. If Oda dies, it's yeah. still gonna get... Yo, Hunter x Hunter gave up like a bitch. That man's dying. That man refuses to just write a novel. The fanbase has said many times, just write a novel, you don't need to kill yourself drawing it. And he continues to kill himself drawing it. Uh... Fucking... Hell, Oda even told a kid, uh, one of, a kid's last wish was, I want to know the ending to One Piece. That was his make-a-wish thing. And Oda told him it. Damn, he, he really said, yeah, take that shit to hell with you. <laughs> that boy. And then you know what's wild is the next day that boy passed. He was, he got the ending, he was ready to go. Okay. That, that, that'll that work. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll snip that out. That'll work. Okay, cool. Uh, we can start now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hello, everyone. The Weeboo Trash Talk, your number one unranked weekly anime podcast. Every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Central Time, we come to you live for our trash takes on anime news, host topics, and what we've been watching right here at twitch.tv slash closp. That is twitch.tv slash closp. Please remember, if Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming and one free month of Twitch sub, we'd love to be the channel for you. But if not, no, no excuses this week. We launched the video game podcast. We officially launched VG Weekly Roundup on the channel as of yesterday, and we're recording it and posting on podcast services as well. We've, we've grown. We've done great things. Also, we have been gone for like a month and a half. So, we haven't bugged you about this yet. I know you got it. Give it to us. Celebrate us. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Give us the subs as we keep growing. So I can give all of these fuckers health insurance. Anyway. I'm your host. Seals P. You can call me P. As always, I'm joined by two co-hosts. El Chefe himself. Mingo of Cooking with Chefe on Facebook. And Twitter. Hey, baby, no pressure, but I mean, you know, your boy is missing part of his spine, part of his kidney, part of his spleen. I got a dislocated shoulder that was never fixed. I mean, health insurance would be nice. You know, I mean, if you do it to me, I'll give you a chef's kiss. Only you can save Flamingo. And alongside the world's number one Mio enthusiast, Gallant of Gallant Zeros on Twitter and Twitch. Hello, everyone. 
Welcome to another wonderful show by us. That's to be determined, but okay. This is episode 33 on Wednesday, May 4th, 2022. May the 4th be with you. I swear to God, tomorrow the first question who says Revenge of the Sixth or Sith, whatever the fuck. Or not even tomorrow, the next day. Like, no, just just stop. Don't, don't try that hard. Get out of here. Just, just go away. No one likes you. Wash your black hoodie you've had since high school. Goddamn tryhards. Anyway, this week, we are coming back to you with a uh, simpler show. We're actually going to go ahead and do a surprise. We're back. Uh, spoiler cast for Ranking of Kings. Because we all finally watched it. We all finished it. We're just going to give our thoughts on everything. So if you don't want to be spoiled for that, um, see you next week. But if you want to be awesome and cool and like just be here for the journey and go watch Ranking of Kings, stick around. Thank you for being a man of culture. Or p people of culture, honestly. People of culture. And uh, I want to correct something before we get started. I, I want to correct something right now. So if I think it was even Oxy on our last show, or the show before that, we spoke about intros. And I was talking about how Ranking of Kings' second intro is the best thing to come out for the season. And some people were saying that it was, in fact, uh, the Attack on Titan. That was from uh, Sim, the Rumbling. And I take it back. I take it all back. The Rumbling is possibly Sim's worst goddamn song. All right? It has one good chorus line at the very fucking end of it, and that's it. The rest of it doesn't really goddamn make sense as a total song. I know this. I've heard it multiple times. So, no, fuck you. Ranking of Kings is undefeated in every goddamn category. Outside with the Ranking of Kings is undefeated because, you know, goddamn it is. It is an insta-bop. It is an instant hood classic. I won't, yeah, in this world, it's going to fuck with everyone. But you know what? I feel like, you know, I feel like Sims uh, Sims is pretty hard, but they don't take the cake. Your oh, intro I... shouldn't be the only redeeming thing about your anime. <laughs> um, mm, yeah. Damn, harsh. Um... I mean, I think that song literally is made with inspiration from AOT, along with the, the video itself actually does have Titans in it. So it's like, hey, that... Having such promise and being subpar, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Gallon, Look, you were and, saying? And Sim, Sim even... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Gallon. I was just going to say, I might have said something about, I think I like the first opening better. It's been a couple of weeks, I've done some soul-searching, definitely not. The The second opening is better, yeah. They're both extremely good, though, so... This is true. They they are both wonderful, you know. I you know I was on that bandwagon too, but you know what? As I listened more, that second OP just it gets you there. It it, it honestly the OPs follow the story really well. They honestly do. But you know what though, Sim Sim did say that they you know they did have uh, inspiration from the anime for their song. But you know I, I give it up to Sim. Sim always puts out a bop OP. I'm sure, uh, like, but, maybe uh, the, 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 the edit for the opening, maybe that's better than the actual song. Like I said, it's not that I hate the song or anything. It's just a matter of the fact that, like, nah, that's too mashed together. Even for Sim. Like, Sim tends to go ahead and, you know, their songs are typically one mode and then, you know, switch gears to another mode and all of it. But it tends to, I don't know, it always fits better for me. The Rumbling, no. I felt it was a mess. I honestly felt a mess. Like, that one chorus line, yeah, it's really great. It, it is a great chorus line. It, it really really is it does not carry the entire song to make it redeemable it does not 
I mean, just like the if if there's one thing an Attack on Titan fan will always say, it's their their OPs are bops. And guess what? Your OP shouldn't carry your anime. And I stand by that decision. Anyway. So yeah, we'll go ahead. We've got uh, a few announcements and dates and everything on that. And it's not too crazy. Like I said, we know we haven't been here for like a month and a half. Uh, that's way too much news. We were not going to go ahead and catch up on all that. So we're doing it simple this week. Uh, and then with that in mind, keeping it simple this week for a good like comeback. And then next week, we will officially actually be covering the articles about better dubs and unions for voice acting in anime. That will be next week. We'll still cover some shows slightly, but we will actually have a conversation just to make everybody know the articles are still from Anime News Network. They're called The Battle for Union Anime Dubs. Uh, the... Let me see here. Are there any others? I want to make sure of it. No, no. So, yeah, it's called The Battle for Union Anime Dubs on there. Uh, so, just go, if you want to, go check it out. It's from Evan uh, Minto on Anime News Network. It is back on... March 28th. So if you want to be there and discuss that with us next week, make sure to keep in mind in that, okay? All right. But outside of that, we're going to begin with, as always, what we've been watching. We've all been watching the same goddamn thing. So let's get into it. Ranking of Kings. Did we, we discuss who was going to start? Huh? Did we discuss who was going to start? No, we didn't, because that would that would require uh, forethought, which we don't do here. Um, I mean, I guess I'll start. You've heard us talk about it for months. You've said how original, how special, how just true and good it is. And, uh, yeah, undefeated. Untouchable. Untouchable. Simply untouchable. I, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, I don't care what you're watching, drop it, drop it for Ranking of Kings. I don't care what you're doing, drop it for Ranking of Kings. I don't care who you're fucking, finish up and then go watch Ranking of Kings. Just, just go watch it. I side with doing it at the same time. There's that too. Depends on the angles, I don't know. I... Again, Rankin of Kings is a refresher. Follows the story of Boji, a young giant who acts not a you know actually a giant who is mute and, and deaf and deaf, and his journey through you know basically he is set to become the new crown king after being a prince and his father who is a giant dying and turns out not to be. And then things proceed from there. Like I, I, I honestly don't want to give too much of a way initially for those who are sticking around for a little bit. But I it seems like a simple concept. It's the writing. Like it is just so so much the writing that just truly sets it apart on so many different levels. Some most stuff we see out there today. So that's like the basic story of it. Uh, and we're gonna get the spoilers. Does anybody want to go first? I'll start this bitch. All right. So I love your synopsis, especially it feels it feels a little misleading towards the about his dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna straight put this out there now. Spoiler alert: one of the top five worst fathers in history in anime history. I 
I don't know. I would I would debate that. Sure. No, I think Mingo's right. But oh, thank you. I will I will say while you are right, Mingo, um one of maybe the, the more complicated characters um in anything that is maybe as simple looking as this is. Because I'm gonna give it to you straight. That motherfucker did not want to come back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's kind of what I'm debating on. It's like he he was fine dying. Like he he didn't ask for anything to happen. He was just like, well, I'm here nah. now. I don't know what the fuck to do. But he also didn't like initially try to you know negate nothing that happened. If if he would have, he could have stopped a lot of things. All right. Well, that's the thing though. Like he didn't know what was he going was on. On death's door. Yeah. Not even that. You gotta look at it like this. He acknowledged it too. He I, was I, aware of what was going on. All right. Well, I, I think what we need to say is Boji's dad, the king, dies and uh, ends up through uh, one of the wildest fairy tale looking like episodes I've ever seen. Um, ends up taking over his brother's body, his younger brother's body. Uh, you know, in a weird like resurrection that he had no part in, and he, he yeah. his first words are like, "I've sacrificed another son." Yeah, he, he is in no he is in no way wanted to do that. It just happened, and he was like, "Well, there's nothing I could really do because I was dead." Mm-hmm. Everything he does from there is to try and not trample on everyone's wishes, and is waiting to be defeated, basically. That's yeah. literally what he's doing. He, I'm, he I mean, asks, he looks in the mirror, knowing that he is most likely the strongest person in the world. Asks who the strongest person in the world is. Goes, oh good, my son can whoop my ass and fix all this. Thank fuck. And then he's like, I'm chilling. I'm big chilling, waiting for Boji to come kick my ass. Basically, yeah, I was gonna say like he he knew. Like he he even had he had the dream of becoming the strongest. Even then, like even when you go ahead and you get the past. Uh, the flashbacks of like him and Miranjo, uh how he raised her and everything. Like he wanted to make a new challenge and everything, definitely, but he was doing it within like his capabilities and he got to a point of like, you know, he found someone to fight, he lost pretty bad, he was ready to give up, he's ready to get set, and then Miranjo kind of egged him on and offered him the deal to come back. And you know, like look, I'm not gonna say that Miranjo was like a good character like uh, how you say a well-liked character, mm-hmm. but like you know, she she was set from the get-go. When you when you go through her story, she is down bad for the king. You know, she wanted him, she wanted King Boss to be everything that he ever wanted. Mm-hmm. And she screwed over, she screwed over people too. You know, she uh, that you know, you know what the one character I feel bad most for next to Boji, his mom, the demon, the who. The demon. Really? We don't yes. actually know the demon's whole story, but I mean, the yeah. demon is also the demon is also a character that has depth and layers to it and is sympathetic yeah. in one way or another. I'm sure of that. We just don't well, know no, exactly which way is how. They had a flashback where they showed Moranjo and the little when he was still a, a child or an infant in this stage, saying, "I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, turn into a monster. Everyone says I look, you know, ugly and scary." And Miranjo promises him, well, I'll make sure that never happens. But we don't know how that happens. We don't know if the she thing is, the fails. Thing is, she doesn't, she doesn't actually fail. She dies. 
She gets. I didn't. She well, took King Boss to him before that. No, she didn't. No, 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 no. She takes King Boss to him after she has had her hands and face removed. That she does that when she is an adult. Yeah, it's it's they been were, like they were, it's been decades. Yeah, upon decades. They, she, they, she lost track of like she lost contact with the demon because of all that shit happened. Because she became a husk of a person yeah. after being brutally mutilated. Yeah, as a small child, as as basically a babe, effectively. Yeah, like there, there's, there is stuff there that we we don't know what happened to the demon we, after that. But yeah, I mean, we, it probably had to do what it needed to to survive, which is probably granting wishes and taking you know advantage of people. I don't know. Yeah, no, nah, the way the demon works, it's a, it's a, it ha that's how it. He has to grant the wish, but it's always at a price. It's a monkey pop thing. But like right. each time he grants a wish, he turns uh. He gets uh, uglier. Right, yeah, again, but, but, but like we don't know his no story action. though. We know his premise. They didn't give yeah. us his story. They just gave him his premise. Like I feel bad for him though. You know, like he, or, he got that little baby thing, and then he turns real ugly. But it's him, and also uh, what you call it? Um, uh, the the third brother of the yeah. underworld. Um, I forget his name. I can't Google well, right um... now. No, I, I, God damn it, I know his name. Just give me a second. It has, uh, has nothing to do with their name. It's Oaken. Oaken. Yeah, there Oaken. Go. There we go. Oaken. Prince Oaken. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, him too, he didn't, he didn't ask for his powers, but they manifested in. I don't know. No, no, so yeah, I, mean, I, I will say the strength of this show is that it looks like some kitty old bullshit and then like you start getting characters and you start being like oh these characters you're like oh this person shit this person shit okay that dude did something kind of cool all right this person shit this person shit and then like through the course of the show for everyone aside from god what is his name the sword master um One. the sh no the the shitty disney prince looking dude oh the dude that um Yes, the man that, that pushes Boji into the mouth of hell. Oh, um, yeah. fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah. God damn it, I... It's another D name, I swear to God it is. Uh, was it... No, not Dorch, it was uh, Domas, Domas. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Domas, the dumbass. Yeah, there we go. That's how I, I try and remember that. But yeah, Domas has, the, has such a... He sets up the series so bad. Because mm -hmm. he's like... He's Boji's sword master. He really wants to believe in him. And then he's tasked by the 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 king that everybody puts in you know Boji's stead to get rid of him, and he pushes him into the mouth of hell, and then he starts like feeling super conflicted about it. And I'm like, man, this why are they speed running this guy's character development? I hate this. This is this is not good. And then like literally every other character that has like development, and you find out more about them, is so much better done. It's it like if you get to the part where you like. Domas feels like he's having like too many conflicting feelings like over the course of two episodes. Don't worry about it. Everybody else has a better arc than him. I you know, I can I can give them one fucked up one when you're like, Oh, that guy who threw the spear and defended Boji, he's pretty cool. And then you find out actually he sucks. Actually he's a giant wimp. And then you find out the dude who's got the 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 evil snake charmer dude who's not in Boji's corner is actually maybe the coolest dude in the show. That's wrong. It's the Queen's bodyguard. It, exactly. I was about to say, we know who is the best, yeah. like, one of the best side characters in that story next to, uh, 
next next to um Boji Shadow um next to Kage? Yeah. Next to Kage. Yeah, Dor- Dor- and Dor- that's- yeah, it's Dorshi. AKA the MILF hunter. Dor- um uh, Dorshi is the best. Bebin is is second on the list. Domas and Apis can go fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> that's fair. Like but oh, you you cannot put enough respect on Dorshay's name. He is just I think I think Man. the big difference because honestly, like for me, Domas and Dorshi, their arcs mirror each other. Dorshe understood the assignment. Domas was too young for the assignment and didn't fucking get it until it was too late. He just yeah. got lucky with a second chance. But like, but also he misunderstood. He misinterpreted what was important. He says it at the, he says it um to um uh, Hokuro. After he after he has already like you know killed quote unquote Boji, about how maybe it's before about how like the the those in power have so much more responsibilities that we can't question them, and you know so he just followed through with the orders to just kill someone he didn't want to, you know yeah. or he didn't feel no, like it. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that that's the whole point of like that easily could have been uh, Dorish as well. Like cause they they both were given assignments without any real context of like. No, you just do this. And Thorsey found, like, oh, no, something deeper here. There's a reason I'm here. For what reason found the importance of it? And Domas doesn't. He fails. Because, and I, I attribute it to the fact that he is the youngest of them. And he's too headstrong. He's he's only lived in the height of Bosch. He's, he didn't come up with Rosh like, um, like the others did. The others all knew there's got to be more to this. Whereas okay. Domas just didn't know. All, all he's known, so far as I can tell in, in the story... Is the height he didn't he didn't know the struggle he didn't know the journey he just knows the results. Yeah, I mean that that's fair. I think I I I do think Domus isn't bad, but I think he's just rushed because mm-hmm. I, I like I said I distinctly remember his arc and being like there is so much going on here this needs to breathe some or like not be happening in real time and then they they do things where they give you like Apis's past and they give you like how Bebin got to where he was and stuff and and Dorshe as well and it's like those all feel good because they're done out of time his like happening so concurrently with the story and seeing him like flip-flop so much I'm like I don't know what to feel about you other than you're kind of shitty you know and then he gets there he gets there in the end it's fine but it's just like I, I think compared to everybody else, he just gets the short end of like the character development stick. Mm-hmm. But, well, so no, um, I understand. I understand where you're coming from because in my mind, the way I see it, the reason I like it, one, we all know me. I, uh, you know, the character dropping the character for a moment, I do enjoy much more when we go ahead and power through character development for the sake of I want to keep the story moving. I'm just that person, but I'm okay with it for the sake of I see that and how we end at the series. The end of the series is uh, what they're doing the season is. Boji decides it's time to go ahead and build his own kingdom instead. And I believe the reason that we have Domas, and I, I'm happy with it right now, is because Domas eventually, I believe, he leaves the kingdom as it is, because ultimately he is Boji's knight. And I think we have to rush through him this first season, and what I'm happy about, because of the fact that he doesn't have the journey of the Big Four have, ultimately. Not in the way that they have had it. His journey, his fuck-up is happening in real time because his journey is going to happen when he meets up back with Boji and they go on their own adventure. I think that's what we're going to get, and that's why I'm happy with it. That's how I see it, at least. Yeah, that could be well, okay. I, ju- I just mean in the context of the, of the season, it gave me a, like a really weird, like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, it also doesn't help that that's in the beginning of the show where nothing is explained. Yeah. Like, 
there's a there's a part that never comes up again about the the circle of life and the reincarnation of animals after they die by a huge weird fucking black cloud monster that appears. Season two. I guess, but that thing's definitely real because that I mean, king dude is definitely real, and is the dad of that one shitty dude from the underworld. I mean, we also, I mean, I think we got you know the big elephant in the room is the fact that it's called ranking of kings. We have no idea what the fuck the rankings mean. They near the end of the se- the season, they start talking about more and more of like the ranking of kings. They don't actually say what it is. Like this, you're gonna watch the entire first season. You will not know what the fuck that is. Aside from that, exactly what it say as a ranking of kings, and that means something. We well, we get and they, no they also say they they also say that that whoever is the top rank, uh, whoever is the number one king in the land, gets access to the vault or the mm-hmm. treasure room, and all that have accessed it have never been heard from again, or have died. And man, at the end of the season, when fucking uh, uh, Deshaw gets to be the is is ranked number one of the king. He goes straight there, and it made me sad. See, but you know what, though? He's doing it for a righteous reason, though. And that, that another two characters that really get sidelined that, you know, really fucked up is both uh, Despa and his brother. Yeah, but, like, what I mean is, like, Despa's basically gone to die. We don't even know if he's able to take anything out of there. Not from yet. everything that from everything no, no, that no, has no, been explained. I, I, hold on, so, so a quick, uh, quick correction. Uh, Desha is the the one that goes. He is the king. Desha. Yes. Des- Despa Desha, is yeah. the teacher. Yeah. De- Desha. Sorry, the king. De- Desha. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, just, I, mean, I just, he... we care about this series enough that I actually I have a wiki open checking character names <laughs> for yeah. once. I mean, it, it's good, but like, yeah, I mean, also the character names are wild, so. But yeah, as far as we know in lore explained in the first season, the the number one ranked kings who have gone and accessed the treasure room have never been heard from again or have ended up dead. Mm-hmm. So we have no idea what that is. My, I think my like assumption is that it has to do something with the um the gods. If you yeah. remember from the flashbacks about Mirandro and yeah, stuff. And... That's what we do know as well is the fact that the gods are actually uh, on the physical plane. They do exist yeah. real time. And, but they also, but also after their war with uh, Miranjo's people and the and the then the people that betrayed her people, um, they were just like, yeah, we need to figure out a different way to rule. This is um, this isn't good for us. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if the the ranking of kings is to take out the next threat. You know, the highest ranked king gets to access this treasure vault. They go in there and then they just get ganked by the gods and die. Is my Assumption. You know, it's crazy. The, the gods admitted too that they're falling out of uh, they're falling yeah. out of power. Yeah, mm-hmm. that man is getting yeah. too powerful. Yeah. So I mean, that's going to be an interesting plot to play. Um, God, I, fuck, I need to find it. I need to read it now. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that we're getting, like, uh, what do you call it, um, that they're retranslating the novels, because apparently Denpa brought them over, and there was a snafu with the, the translations being bad. Mm-hmm. Like, not not like, nothing bad happened, but it was like, they were almost machine-translated levels of bad. And, like, this is just pure speculation. I have, I've read nothing into, like, what happened. 
but I really wonder if someone saw the art was like, hey, it's popular in Japan here, probably won't be a hit, but we'll, you know, we'll localize it. And then they just didn't do very much for the the translation effort. And then it fucking blew up and they were like, oh, no. And yep. then needed to course correct. But that's just a guess. Again, I'm just, that would be a fun theory. Uh, let me see here. Y'all go on. Someone else, next point. I'm going to check real quick. Yeah. Well, I don't no, know. It's a really good show. Like, there's, 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 like, I, I, I think, I think it was episode eight or nine before I was able to actually ask a question, like, of <laughs> what is going on, because there's so much happening. They, it, it, I think it wasn't until like, King Boss is like reincarnated or whatever that I was mm-hmm. finally able to be like, okay state a question out loud about the show other than what the fuck is happening <laughs> because i finally knew enough to be like okay but why this though i could finally ask that like out loud because I, I i originally watched it with my mom and like we were both just like every episode just like what the fuck is going like you know there's the whole free king boss's body is frozen solid and then turned into a slushy um and then birthed a phoenix that has its head chopped off and then made into a another slushy to drink i mean i put it together that they were trying to reincarnate boss you know they were like oh this is how you get his power and i'm like that's a phoenix phoenix means rebirth hold on but none of that is ever said out loud no one ever says it's a phoenix they just do the whole thing in front of you and you're like what the fuck is happening and it's the most I don't know. It's it's the most bizarre, most surreal, most interesting. Like, <laughs> I lo- I love going back to Game of Thrones. Wishes it had the intrigue that Ranking of Kings does. Yep. And I mean, Game of Thrones wasn't about intrigue. It was about shitty people, you know. Yeah. But like, uh, the way I heard people talk about that show I was like, oh, I don't know what's gonna happen next. It's like Ranking of Kings for eight or nine episodes is I don't know what the fuck is happening at the moment. <laughs> things are happening in front of me i don't know what the fuck they are and i have no idea why like it's like it's so much fun and it's, it's it just doesn't let a, you go it's it's such an unhinged blast and when and then like episode what seven hits and it's animated better than a fucking ghibli movie where boji is going yes. through like his training mm-hmm. there's more animation put into characters throwing up because they ate something that was badly cooked than most series at all. Mm-hmm. That scene sticks out in my head. There's not a normal camera angle in that episode. Hell, like in this trailer for, the, for those of in the live show, like the the one little quick, like not even a second long uh, clip we get of Boji cracking the egg when he starts to cook is still a more beautiful animation than most stuff we've gotten this year. Yeah, it's anime food looking delicious somehow. No, just, no. just the actual, just the movement of him with the egg, like stretched out, getting ready to crack it. Like just that, just that animation yeah. alone, it like speaks to quality. But the pacing yeah, that's, is that's really great too. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. my brother was when we're watching it. He goes, "There are no arcs in here." I was like, "Nah, this is a story. This is no." There's no, no... That's, that's honestly a good point. That's a very good point. There are no arcs in here. It's a story. Like through and through, the it's entire so cool. first season is just straight up a story. You keep going through. It's it's an actual. It's it's a fairy tale. It's a fairy would, tale. You you keep going through the book. 
I would argue there's there's at least two arcs. Mm. Because so this is the thing that I noticed upon my second watching. The anime OP change is on the episode where it's like, all right, from here on out, it's the fight at the town and the castle. Yeah. That is that is basically I would say would be an arc. Like I think I feel like one of the arcs is is the the king succession if i if i had to name these it would be the king succession arc where it's all the introduction it's you know boji being told you know it's boji being told by his old uh, his old man's will that he's going to be king it's them putting Dida on the throne instead and then boji gets set off and then chucked into the underworld i feel i i feel like him setting out on his adventure is the start of the arc where boji starts training because that's how he gets there, then he trains, then you get all the... It's the training plus the reincarnation of boss arc. And then there is, like, the, the, the actual battle arc that is all of them there, is what I would say. At least two, though. At least the beginning and then the actual, like, everybody is going to start fighting. Because, like, that... that I don't know, I, I feel like with arcs, it would have to... It would be more with, like, a... Like, on a longer stretch... In my opinion, right? But there, I would say that's why I say at least. Like, there's the there's the opening, and then there's the the first big fight that involves everyone. I would say that is at least like two arcs. There's the introduction, and then there's the the first real like big seal conflict. I think the only thing I'll probably like, I'll give you that there's one, and I would I would I would honestly just give it that obligatory uh, training arc. Yeah, but the but training I mean, is like is like two episodes, and we don't really even see much of his training. But I do feel like there are distinct like parts. There's like all the there's all the home life. Then there's the stuff of Boji and Kage and Hell, which coincides with all of the boss the boss stuff and Dida. And then there's just like everybody comes together for the great thing. I think this whole season is just one arc, because after this it's Boji it's Boji and Kage on the road. That is whatever that arc is going to be. Yeah, that's but what I mean. I, 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 we may say there's like no arcs. It's like a book. It's like yeah, no. This is this is the first book. This is like book one, or a chapter at least. Like, look at it like a like a legit story. It's it's a chapter, one big old fucking. I don't know that I go as yeah, a chapter. That's how most that's how what most anime seasons go. Is the thing unless you are a continuing anime, no one really talks about arcs, right? Yeah. Like no one talks about like unless you are something of like Bleach level or One Piece or Naruto or um, Black Clover. Wait. You know, any of those things that run long and you have to, like, have a mental, okay, this is done. Like, most people don't talk in arcs that way. Most people are like, oh, well, this is season one. Season one is definitely just an arc, but I do think there are two distinct parts. I think there's all the rising action to the fighting, and then there's the fighting, and then the closure. I think the only one that could compare to that, in a, in a sense, would be uh, To Your Eternity on how, like, they handled their, the way they do theirs. Because each new, uh, each new uh, body in there was an arc, pretty much. But yeah, I feel you on that. There are distinct parts. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it, an arc is just another way that what most people describe like the story of this happening. And you could break down even the shortest things. You could break down into small arcs, like character arcs, or you know, there's there's the even I would say even like Kage be getting on Boji's side is like a like that's Kage's character arc right there. You know. But we're just splitting hairs about terminology at this point. 
There, there yeah. are distinct parts. If you wanted to not like just blast your ass with 24 episodes of the best anime this year, no holds barred, then that's fine. There are places to catch a stop. Yeah. And but again, also, it's also like, I, I, good luck. Good, I'm going to say good luck stopping. Like, good fucking luck stopping. Like, literally, episode two. Episode two is everything about Kage. Literally. Yeah. Episode two yeah, is episode everything two about is... Kage, and that's it. It's like, no, they're homies. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It is at the end of that episode that they're homies. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I love that. I love I, the... Like I said, because I, I know you mentioned like um, speeding through character development, thing. That's why I loved it so much. Because the fact of again, it knows what it's trying to get to. It knows it has a great story to tell. It doesn't need to stretch anything out. So it's like bum rush it because it's good enough and it's exactly what it needs to be, and it's part of something even greater. So that that's how why I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I mean, it does it does a really really good job at that. It's it's spectacular. There are times where whole episodes are devoted to characters that you're like, I really didn't think I was gonna hear about this person at all. And it's like, we'll strap the fuck in. Not even just the character too. It actually goes in on like full races, like for um, for Kage's people. You know, like they actually mm-hmm. went in on what happened to them. And not only that, that the fact that they were aware of their own sins and all that, like they give the characters such a great awareness of themselves is amazing on how they do it. There's no delusions of like, oh, we do this, you know, for our people or whatever. They're like, no, we do it because they hire us and that we do this job really well. And if someone tries to come and kill us, we can't blame them. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like, that, I, 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 think the, I think the best thing that the show does with Kage and his, is that they just treat them like people. No one mm-hmm. ever goes, what's this fucking eye mask looking motherfucker? They're like, oh, it's one of the Shadow Clan. Like it's just like a people. No one, yeah. No one bats an eye, and I think that's that's the best fucking part about that. Down to, other bodies can even be used after death and desecrated. Mm-hmm. Like people just know some they, they, wild fucking shit. Like, and that's kind of the crazy thing about it, is that everything we saw, like the point that we just you just made about you know people know that there's other races in here and the way they treat them and whatnot, and the fact of we really like we see that. But we don't know like the grander scale of that because we we are just in a world where it's just something so much bigger, something so much even grander than what we already got is out there. This is the smallest part of this gigantic universe. Yeah, like the war in the underworld when they were mm-hmm. fighting their when um, Despa and his brothers were fighting his dad, their dad, and they were using uh, you know shitty tactics against the um... God. I don't remember what the name of the character was. Done. But he was like, "There you go," and um, and you know, and it reflects on that. Like they, they could not like, you know, he they they followed up with the continuity of his story too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there uh, with explicitly that part where there is like this this big dude who's a part of like a giant race or whatever, who the 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 underworld king is commanding most of them. Uh, you know, this guy is on the opposing side, and what does what does their side do to lure these the most of those people out into a trap? They start whipping a child, you know, and they win the battle, and then that guy goes crazy and starts attacking his own people, and there is you know, and basically the 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 guy who is vying to be king, Desha, fucking just goes in at the end of it and just executes the child, and everybody's like, oh, our fun's over, and like I love that they that this show does especially with this part in particular is that that dude's never forgotten what he's done 
that dude's never forgotten about that like happening mm-hmm. and it it's still you know it still weighs in a way but he doesn't let it hold him down there's a there's a big you want to rule it's fucked up like it, it it gives no qualms about it like you know the the best king that we see you know is is king boss and look where he got all his power from from a fucking pact with the devil you know and sacrificing the child well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that, what I mean. That was the, 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 that was the pact. Yeah, the, the pact with the with the devil was was taking all of his his firstborn son's power for himself, and you know, he you can tell that it ate him up because he never pursued, like, any being any higher in the rankings. Yeah, like the second you he know? realizes he sees Boji, he's like, "What have I done?" Yeah, he's and like, he "Well, this was like gives up." Worth it. Yeah, he was like, well, I give up, but I have a duty to all these people that are in my kingdom to protect them and keep them safe along with my new son, you know? Exactly. And it's like, it, it, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, there is no king that is good, you know? Death has a jackass, <laughs> aside from being all right, you know? Boji's dad did that. There's the fucking the, there's the the one king who now lives in the woods and just constantly sacrifices things to the universe, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, also, uh, this has more than a jackass. He's you know. Fun. I just lost it. God damn it! Did I just lose it? No. Where was it? Did you lose? Lost the character page I had. I literally just had it open. What the fuck? Um. Anyway, now I'm gonna say uh yeah you're right with them and then even with the uh the convicts there's uh Kinbo the fallen loyalty. King Bo, yeah. Yeah, and King Bo's dad is that guy who's out sacrificing shit to the, mm-hmm. you know, the world. Yeah. Like, every, everybody who, who wants to be a king and, and being the act of being a king is, is like, not a a frivolous decision. And I'm wondering if, like, later in the series that is going to come up for Boji, you know? If Boji's going to have to do some shit he really doesn't want to, but ends up yeah. having to do. You know, he's he's spared in this in this arc, you know, in this opening arc by, you know, not being able to kill uh, Oaken, you know, but where it goes, where it goes from there, it will be interesting because, you know, while while the show is some of the, the most like joyous and like pure shit I have watched, the it does not stray away from getting dark. And I think that's great. It's It's also done in a way that like you could still show this to a kid and i don't think it would come out that dark for them. i don't know that you know i recommend I mean? it but you could yes yeah i mean this is like it's it's a this is a fairy tale in in all the aspects and especially the one where it's fucked up <laughs> i yeah um there's nothing ex- extremely i would say gruesome or grotesque Ah. Uh... Uh, okay, what I if I've forgotten, tell me. I'm gonna say like I I don't know I'm, I'm just gonna the fact that like like kids aren't that dumb. Like if you tell someone, hey, this person had their hands and face chopped off, and you know you actually show the small child getting beaten, tormented, and then dead bodies and like they don't they don't actually co- show any of the act though. This is the thing they do. They show the no. puppet version. They show the puppet version, but no one is is like actually attacking her. 
No one is physically touching her in that moment. I just watched this. I just watched this episode last weekend. No, no, no. no. Like I'm saying that they they say that happened to her. And they they allude to it, but like I, I don't know. I'm just saying like I don't know. I guess I, I'm decided like I, kids aren't dumb. So right, but like this is the thing is like there's old stories about like uh what was it um the the witch that fucking bakes the kids in the oven. Like okay, think about that for more than two seconds. Like you know. Like there's there's gruesome stuff in fairy tales, and I think the the way that they approach this, nothing is done in like extreme gory detail. They're real subtle with it, mm-hmm. but they still know how to show that um that tension and the action into it. Like in um like when King Boss was in his like when he was fighting everything, it was never like a lot of a lot of the first ones were clean fights for him, but towards when he fought the god, he got. And it showed how fucked up he got. Even when he's killing everyone in that village, it never gets hypergraphic. I'm gonna say like I, even I, when I, he I think, there's also when he finds when he actually finds Miranjo when he comes back. Yeah, but none of that is like super graphic. It cuts away at stuff. You can understand what he's doing, but it's like we're not getting Attack on Titan levels of mutilation like on screen. Bro, is is my point? The only you know? the only thing I'll argue on that is when Boji's mom is dead, dies. Yeah, where he almost yeah. drowns in her blood. So you see, you see, you you see her get impaled, yeah, like, and you see Boji get drained on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, mean, like, I, I don't, I don't mean to emphasize like, oh, it's gory or anything. I don't mean that. I mean like, I, I'm, I'm like I said before, I'm more on the side of like, no, some pretty fucked up things happen, and that could mess with a kid, definitely. Um, because I, I think they show enough, but also. That to the point of like the, the gore and all that, it, it's it's very much of like it is a it can be a very dark themed story, absolutely, but it's not the point of the story. And that's another thing why I like it so much. Of like, no, they can go there, but they don't have to. It's not the plot. It's it's not the selling point. It's not the big thing. It's just it's like again, it's a classic fairy tale of like, yeah, these bad things happen. They're horrible and they're horrifying. Um, but we don't need to fixate on it. We can keep the story moving. Whereas, like, so many things, they, they account under goriness to be their uh, promotional material, basically. Their yeah, that's, that's their hook. That's their, yeah. yeah. That's why, for me, I will always compare Ranking of Kings to The Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's one of those stories that, like, they focus on what they need to, and it creates that good of a story. Like, you almost feel like you're on that journey with him. Absolutely. All right. So we're getting to that point. We got to go ahead and go out. So any final thoughts? Go watch it. Okay, Mingo and Gallant. I think I said it best a couple minutes ago. I don't know if anything is going to beat this for the year for me. I'm like literally trying to figure out how to show this to everyone in my life and maybe not watch it three times in a month. Um, so. I get you. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> No, again, you, but you are—you have a point. Like I, you know, it's been so long that this is—I don't know. This is something special. This is really something special. I, I haven't—I haven't felt this way about anything since um, uh, Jobless Reincarnation, and this one has no qualms. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This is kind of the point we we're trying to make for Jobless Reincarnation. It's like, why does it have to be this way? It's like, oh, this is perfect. This—this this is a good mix. This, this is great. Like, I can't wait to see more of this. It's—it's truly something special. This is like, oh God, I hope this gets on TV. I hope this gets spread because, like, I want this is just so special, and I want to spread so far. Every time, every time, I think so much of 
anyone talks about this, and I hear some thought of like, oh, it kind of like a, a knockoff Ghibli. It's like, no, Ghibli wishes, okay? Miyazaki wishes, okay? Like, it's just, it's, it's just so its own thing. Like, you owe it to yourself to sit down and watch this anime. You really do. You have not seen anything like it in a in quite some time. This really is a special thing. Yep. I'm Very sorry. nice. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and move on from the um, spoiler cast. And we'll move on to catalog updates. Forgot this was a part of the show. Pulling it up right now. Please uh, bear with Google Chrome while it starts. Ow. Water. Ugh. We can always skip it. No, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm out of water on my actual. Uh, oh, I thought you said nah. Yeah. Well, at least here's some dead air you can clean up, maybe. Yeah, let's see what happens. It's what? How late at night? No, that's not going to be up. Anyway. Alright, catalog updates. Uh, Retro Crush adding all of Digimon Try. Reunion, Determination, Confession, Lost, Coexistence, and Future. Uh, Crunchyroll added uh, Skeleton Knight, Tsukimichi, Rising of the Shield Heroes Season 2 dub, Attack on Titan OADs. Uh, those dubs are coming in May on the 8th. Then Netflix is adding Drifting Home on September 16th, quite a ways away. And then for new announcements, we have Epon again, getting a January debut. A Galaxy Next Door manga is getting a TV anime. Uh, let me see that one. I don't know about that one. And then let's see here. The Legendary Heroes Dead manga is getting a TV anime. It's essentially what you think. Uh, that The character killed the hero by accident. And it's like, oh shit. And now has to go ahead and take care of it. Um, next up is going to be The Ice Blade Sorcerer Shall Rule the World novel series is getting a TV anime in January of 2023. So quite a ways away from that one. But announcing it early on. Sailor Moon's final arc manga arc uh, is getting two Sailor Moon Cosmos films in early summer 2023. The Inspector Anime Season 2 has been delayed to January of 2023 for those who are waiting for it. Uh, official dates on here for some of you. Uh, Crunchyroll will be putting out the final Erika 7 High Evolution film in theaters May 17th and 18th. I wish I was hyped. I wish I was able to watch it. I wish that they had done a better job promoting these films because I, I, Erica Seven is one of my favorite enemies of all time. I, I never got to actually catch and watch these movies. It was so disappointing because I just, it was just poorly put together in terms of promotion here in the West. It sucks. Um, G Kids releases Pompo the Cinephile anime film on home video on July 12th, digitally on June 28th. I watched that in theaters last week. Um, actually, I really, really enjoyed it. I'll give my thoughts on it sometime in the future, um, because we're spacing out some stuff there. And then lastly, for required reading, a uh, bit of somber, but uh, good news if you can help. Uh, we have a GoFundMe campaign launches for voice actor Billy Kamitz following stage for colon cancer diagnosis. Uh, full story with Adriana uh, Hazara at Anime News Network. So if you want to go ahead and read up on that, if you can, 
that is available to you. Please look that up. Yeah, no, I, you know what, folks? I think we're good. We're set for the day. We're set for the week. We will come back to you next with more stuff. Plenty of anime down the pipeline to go ahead and cover. Uh, I think next time we'll probably open up with... I'll at least give not any major thoughts, but just like quick, 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 quick summary overviews of all the dubs for this season that I went in and started for this season because a lot of them did go ahead and finally launch on Crunchyroll with the merger happening. So I'll do a quick little shot of that. Just one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three of that. And then we will once again be talking about the Battle for Union anime dubs next week. So if you want to catch up with us on that, read the article. Again, that is the Battle for Union anime dubs at Anime News Network from Evan Mitchell. Outside of that, uh, we again, here at the channel, have officially launched the VG Weekly Roundup to, on podcast services around the world for you to go ahead and enjoy. Thank you to those who have already gone ahead and started watching, listening to it. Uh, you will see that effectively now in the same place basically you see uh, Weebu Trash Talk, except for Google Podcast Services. I don't, I don't know why they're not talking to us right now. It's weird. Like, I don't know. I don't like it. I feel hurt. They don't love us like they used to. But outside of that, anyone else have anything else to go ahead and promote? No, That's going to be a no. Okay. What's up? I, no, I, I said no directly. Okay. All right, then, yeah. folks. Other than that, we are set, and we will catch you next week. Bye! Take care. Thank you.